listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 44 on Ed Reach. Old school games are building steam. This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, March 17th, 2012. Ed Gamer is part of the Ed Reach Network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. A wee Irish voice. Oh, yeah. Happy St. Pat, Saint Pat Day. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, my uh, Irish voice is going to go into pirate quick. I have a hard time. Arr. Yeah, arr. Okay. This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform, whether you're Irish, Scottish, whatever. <laughs> we'll give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We'll discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I am Zach. And I am Jerry. And Jerry? Yes. Are you a Spartan? <laughs> um, if you're my not a name is Jerry. <laughs> I'm a Saxon. Okay. Because my school is uh, the Saxons. Okay. So I'm a Saxon, so I'm kind of close. Yes. Yeah. Kind of. Right. My name is Jerry James. I'm a visual arts Saxon in Schomburg High School, Illinois. Okay. My name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois, and now I have to explain Spartans. Mm-hmm. There is a wonderful uh, show, I'm guessing, I don't know the re- when they recorded this. It was on the BBC. It's called Horrible Histories, and I've been showing some of these videos to my students in the classroom, and and uh, uh, the, the, the one, the song that's it's stuck in my head is Spartan High School Musical. <laughs> And I told Jerry it's a mixture of Monty Python and um, – what was it? mixture of Monty Python just doing fun educational videos, historical videos. That's kind I of would agree. There, there is a Monty Python angle to it. It's, it's quite funny. And I the, liked it. The kids love it. Kids love it. I can so, see that. Yeah, so that's where the Spartan thing came about. And do you know – Okay, now I'm really going to bore everybody because, you know, full size teacher. Uh, do you know where the word English came from? England? What? Yes. <laughs> but do you know who spoke English? No idea. The Angles and the Saxons, right? Okay. They spoke, the Angles spoke English. English. Interesting. Yes. Now everybody else out there is smarter because <laughs> because of it. So how do we turn it into English? Ang- English. It's English. The accent. Sounds like we're down in the south. Oh my goodness. You by speaking English. Jerry, really? <laughs> Sorry. You are playing games, right? You do. <laughs> you do English, you know. Okay, forget it. I think everybody else out there understands. Okay, so. English. English. Arr. So we put a. Our pirates. Uh, we <laughs> we put a poll on the the website. And we got a big whopping 16 responses to it, Jerry. <laughs> yes. We went from I think last time we checked we had six or seven viewers. Now we're we not saying that if you actually did the poll you're actually a viewer, but you know that's that's good. At Gamer Poll, what is the best platform device for education and gaming? 16 total respondents say yeah. Uh, Apple iPad, and I think I, I, it's tied with it's actually tied with uh, Microsoft Windows laptop. My mom voted three times. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Dan, because I think iPad came out of nowhere. <laughs> and I, I think Dan and, and Scott probably went on there. And I'm just honored we have a poll. That's like the coolest thing I've ever yeah, seen. That's that's awesome. Um, yeah, and it's Quiz Snack. 
which Dan Rezek told me about, which is a nice nice little app for doing little quizzes. <laughs> so Apple iPad for uh, and Microsoft Windows laptop first. Xbox with Connect at 12.5%, a Chromebook at 12.5%, and Apple laptop at 6.25%, and Android tablet at 6.25%. I just voted with just threw off all of your numbers. Oh, man, are you serious? Yeah. Brush the page. You got every <laughs> number 17 now. Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> Looks like we've got a clear winner, folks. Yeah, yeah. Woo. <laughs> yeah. 35.29% for the Apple iPad. Microsoft <laughs> laptop down to 29%. I feel like, you know, because we have elections in Illinois uh, next week. Mm-hmm. So hopefully our responsible citizens of the state of Illinois are doing research to find out who they would like to vote for. And I'm hopefully they're voting that. at EdReach too. Yes. And I hope they're, hope they're doing that. And I hope that the people of Illinois are not voting for Rod Blagojevich. <laughs> it would be hard to do that. Because he's heading off to jail. Do not write him in on your... Blago is going to jail. Okay. I think he's there. He's there I now. He is there. He is there now. Yeah. Yeah. 14. I, I heard he had like a, um, a fast food meal. It was like a double double Reuben or something. Or oh, double... Uh, oh, man. It's not a Reuben. It was a... Okay, it really doesn't matter. But it was something like a patty melt. A double patty melt. That's what it yeah. was. Yep. I'm thinking, like, if I had one last meal, I'd probably spend it with my family, which maybe so. maybe some of the character issues at hand here. Yeah, I'd make ribs. <laughs> yeah, I make some mean ribs, so. I've grilled four days running. Yeah, <laughs> I saw saw some of that. Yes. You posted it. Yeah, it was it was pretty nice. I had some pork chops. Okay, now we're talking about food. Okay, back to the mm-hmm. poll. I okay, so internet. so we I think we see that the iPad and a Windows laptop. I think the Chromebook has something there, especially if, if gaming goes towards HTML5. And most of our kids are doing games online. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit, too. But, yeah, it, it's it's interesting how the most popular gaming devices are the ones that we don't see in the classroom. Right? True. Because the Xbox, I'd say the Xbox, you know, like the Wii and, uh, you know, the PlayStation. I think most of the kids that I have in my classrooms play games on that. The serious games that they play are on that. They're not on a on a on a laptop or desktop. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's probably true? I would agree. So it's interesting how those are the most common, but yet those are the ones that really don't fit into the classroom. And that I don't know. I could sit here and brainstorm about that of how that could you're not gonna have little <laughs> you're not gonna have like thirty Xboxes sitting in a room. Right. I, well, I mean, that's... You wouldn't need it, but you know what I'm saying. Right. I, just making that correlation. Okay. Okay. Got that? We got we got our poll? I'm ready. Okay, so the old school games, which I am really quite excited about, and um, <laughs> it's one of those things that uh, I see, you know, Lucas Gillespie out in North Carolina using World of Warcraft, and... The one game that probably started this, it was the most considered probably the most popular and probably one of the most liked series of Dungeons and Dragons, I would say, type game, is Baldur's Gate. And man, oh man, I played many hours on that on that game. That's a great game. And it's, I don't know, the setup is really nice. 
your characters, your you know, it's based on Dungeons and Dragons. But what they're doing is they're going to release an enhanced version. So because I've, I've tried it, <laughs> you can't really run it on modern computers. Mm-hmm. It's I think there's ways around it, but it's very complicated. So what they're going to do is redo them and put them in a modern setting, and they're supposed to release it this summer. So that is a that is a lot of fun. Yeah. So I think that will be a really good game. So we have a link for that. So anybody that's an RPG fan, uh, D&D fan, this is this this is the granddaddy, I would say, of these I w- games. I would agree. I would agree with that. One of the other games that um, is considered kind of a granddaddy is um, Diablo. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this game... I would not suggest playing in the classroom. <laughs> a little darker than, you know, and there's some things in in, in uh, Baldur's Gate too. But uh, yeah, Diablo three is is supposed to be coming out May fifteenth. I like to think that I have a very visual memory, being an artist. And there are a lot of games that if you said the title, I could think of the you know like the box art or a logo or something. But Diablo is just so clear. Yeah, when you think about the Diablo series, it's like oh, that yeah. crazy demon with the black fire, and that's great. It's, Not for school, clearly, but great. Right? Yeah, it is really, it's really cool. And I'm looking at the pictures now, and it's just some of the stuff looks amazing. So this summer looks like it's going to be very, it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun, fun because this is, uh, and I've been playing the, you know, the Star Wars, the Old Republic. And that's been a lot of fun, too. So that's, yeah, this is kind of, it's getting better. We've kind of had a lull in some of our games, and this is, it's turning around. So, yes, not a game for the classroom, but definitely a fun game uh, to play. Yeah, and I I think every time a game comes out, you know, whenever you're combining two different elements, which we've talked about this before, but whenever you're taking two, two different things, you know, I mean, there are edutainment games made for the classroom, and then there are games not made for the classroom. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't have some value, you know, that you that you might be able to to bring or just to motivate students in your classroom. Yeah. And off the top of my head, I have no idea what that would be out of Diablo. Well, but it doesn't hurt to look. What What's the first thing you thought of when you thought of Diablo? You just mentioned it, the artwork, right? Yeah. Yeah. The sure. Artistic. So you know, that is something. Um, especially for what you teach in you know the digital media, the digital arts, it, taking pictures from that and looking at how how they put that together. I, I'm not an art teacher, but I know there's mm-hmm. the shadowing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, just how everything is set up. Um, I think that's some of it's beautiful. Bastion, which we've talked about before, which mm-hmm. is a great game. Uh, the artistic work on that is amazing. Just a, a different style. And uh, those games are so heavy in storytelling. And yes, that's something that's really, really getting big in in English classrooms and things like that. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So that's so those are some games to definitely be looking forward to. Um, I'd have to play through Baldur's Gate again to see if that would be something legitimate for, you know, maybe an after school club. I don't see I can't see, see myself, you know, using that in the classroom, but I definitely could see an after school, um, maybe an after school club, you know, putting that together, making connections. Like you said, the storytelling, you know, the teamwork, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. because they're going to, I'm guessing, because we were able to play, it took a lot of work to play um, Baldur's Gate with other players. We had to hook computers together and get special <laughs> network cables. And yeah, we had to land parties basically playing something like that. So that's uh, that's interesting there. The the last one, the last article. We're doing a short show tonight. It's mm-hmm. it's actually Friday night, and my um, youngest daughter is wanting to watch Clone Wars, and she already came in earlier. So, <laughs> uh, so so this will be posted on Saturday, you know, Saturday night. But just kind of an FYI for all those Clone War fans out there, which is a lot of fun. Valve is um, there's an article about Valve and Steam, and the creator of Minecraft. Marcus, um, I'm guessing it's person. Mm-hmm. Would you would you say that's? Correct? I I would say person. I'm yeah. sorry if I'm messing that up. Let's just call him Notch. Notch, because that's yeah, that's his uh, yeah. call sign there. Yeah, Notch. He said that um, he likes Steam, you know, for digital platform, uh, digital PC market, but it's dangerous. They have 40 million users, and it's they have a monopoly on what's going on, and they do, you know, as I said before the show, Jerry, it, it's. It's like they're the Apple um, of the PC, you know, digital market. Mm-hmm. You know, they call the shots. They say this is how it's going to happen, and you need to follow that. And some of the developers out there are not happy with how Steam handles that. Mm-hmm. Some are, some are not. But you know, I think some of them feel like they're getting bullied by the big boy. And they said that, uh, you know, Notch was saying that. It's. I love Valve. Uh, I'm quoting here, but out of principle, I find the idea of one platform a bit scary. So he, I think he likes competition. Origin, who is EA, that's their online platform, and the big the big game they have now is, um, you know, Star Wars: The Old Republic. Mm-hmm. But I love that this, this comment here. It says Origin does a couple things badly compared to Steam, which is impressive. <laughs> I love how he says it. Which is impressive, <laughs> since they had eight years to study Steam. <laughs> so I even had problems when I purchased uh, Star Wars: The Old Republic. It there was about a 48 time, uh, 48 hour time span where my purchase and me getting a code and being able to activate happened. I've never had that with Steam. Interesting. I purchase the game, I, I get it instantly, I get an email, and then I'm able to download the, the game. This Origin thing was just a mess, and there were a lot of people that were upset. So how this connects to education is that any games that would be used that would be a PC platform, and you would actually need need it, uh, need to get that game, you know, the digital platform is is the way that, you know, you would get this, and Steam is the major player. And they, you download the content from Steam, and so if they're the major player, nobody else is around. You know, our schools, if we're wanting to get that content, are we going to be able to get discounted prices? Are they going to be like Apple and not give you any, you know, give you any, any discounts? Um, so, like I said, digital buying digital content for games seems to be running through Steam. So, what are your thoughts on that, Jerry? I you know, I think I I still wish Steam would do something with education. You know, we that we for shows. Yeah, we did our call to Steam, and it's unfortunate. I, th- I think it would be a great thing for Steam. You know, and I and I hold to that everything we said in that first show because there's just what you know such a powerful force that could be doing so much good stuff. But you know, it's a it's the same thing like uh, 
so many other companies, you know, Second Life ditched their educational grid because it doesn't make any money. Yeah. So, you know, we, we and, constantly want discounts because we're working for schools and right. it's hard to deal with. Right. But it does seem that there are other successful stories out there that are True. doing okay. Um, you know, non-for-profits, but I mean, this is, of course, Steam's trying to make profit. Uh, it, it's, you know, things could run through, as we keep on talking about, and eventually it's going to come to fruition a little bit more. And you can see some of these these games out there that run directly through HTML5. And, you know, we might get to the point where we're not downloading even the games. We're just going to a site and running theirs, uh, running the games off their servers. On Live is one of those. Um, that really hasn't taken off. But they also don't have 40 million users already on, you know, with them. So it makes me wonder if Steam is kind of going that direction. They're even trying to come out with a console. Mm -hmm. Steam is. Really? So, and I'm wondering if that's going to compete with something like on live. There's there's a lot of things happening here. And as we mentioned, was it a show or so ago that that PC gaming is, is still, it's making billions of dollars. So it's still alive. Yeah, it's still alive. Definitely. Yeah. So anything else out there? Congratulations to Portal 2. Oh, yeah. Big wins at the British, some kind of British, <laughs> British something. The are British. They are they are English? They oh, oh, I didn't even read this. Okay, so Portal 2 picked up Game of the Year Story and Design from the British Academy of something else. And then uh, Marcus Notch per- Pearson, Person. Oh, yeah. He received a special award as well for Minecraft. So that's good. That's two pretty educational games, right? Yeah. I mean, topping off the uh, the awards for the yep. British there. So good for okay. them. Sounds good. Well, thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer Podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach Network. Have a great week. If your mom plays MMOs and you rearrange the letters of MMO, your mom likes bombs? What? Okay. <laughs> no need to explain it. Player games. Oh my goodness. Mom, mom. You could be a mom, mom. That's good to know. Thanks yeah. for sharing. <laughs>